0: Hello and welcome to Simple Man Sermons, the preachings of a simple man called by God to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Today's sermon is entitled Don't Worry, Be Happy, and I hope to convey to you a biblical view of what Jesus and the Bible preaches about worry. If you're following along in your Bible, go ahead and turn to Matthew 6:34. Do not worry about tomorrow For tomorrow will worry about its own things Sufficient for the day is its own trouble Now these are red letter words Telling us not to worry That means they were spoken by Jesus himself I'm going to go back a few verses To verse 25 and read the entirety of that Therefore I say to you Do not worry about your life It's pretty all inclusive there But he goes on to show in detail What most people worry about Do not worry about your life What you will eat, or what you will drink, about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and a body more than clothing? Now how many of us out there worry about things that aren't even as important as food and clothing? Most of us that are listening to this have enough food or clothing for the day. And God says be satisfied with that. But even those things he says don't worry about. And then continuing on in 26, Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add a single cubit to his stature? Now that's important. We're going to come back to that later, but realize that your worrying really doesn't accomplish anything. Which of you, by worrying, can add a simple cubit to your stature? We're now in 28. So why do you worry about your clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I say to you, not even Solomon in all of his glory was arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which, today and tomor- which is today and tomorrow was thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, what shall we drink, what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, and your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things." Seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness And all these things Will be added unto you Therefore do not worry about tomorrow For tomorrow will worry about its own things Sufficient for the day is its own trouble Now how many of us are addicted to worry? You may have never thought of it in those terms But you worry just for the sake of worrying out of habit Like it feels weird if you don't do it You worry so much Now We just read the words of Jesus saying, don't worry. That whole passage is about not worrying about things. Now I want you to close your eyes, unless you're driving of course. Um, Close your eyes and picture this. The old school scales that you stand on, that you slide back and forth, that little toggle that moves back and forth in one direction and the scale goes one way or another. Think about that. Think about one end of that scale being fear and anxiety and worry and doubt and the other end of that being peace. And trust Now Picture you being that little toggle The more that you worry The more you slide towards that end of fear The more you're at peace and rest The more you're trusting in God Those two are kind of a balance beam They're kind of opposed to each other Think about this If you perfectly And we're not perfect But if you could perfectly trust in God all the time Like that passage says That he knows what you need he knows all your needs, He knows what you need to eat, what you need to drink, and He'll provide for you. If you completely trusted in that, how could you possibly worry? It would be impossible, because every time a worry came, you would say, well, I completely trust that God will take care of that for me. And like I said, we're not perfect. But think about that. That's a direct correlation. The more you worry, the less you're trusting in God. If you completely trusted in God, you would not be worried. It says in the Bible that God is love. It says that verbatim, God is love. And it also says in the Bible verbatim, perfect love casts out fear. Now I'm going to go ahead and go to the book of Luke. This is a very similar paragraph. This is also Jesus speaking. This, if you want to follow along, if turn there in your Bible, it's Luke. It's Luke uh, 12 and verse 25. And which of you, by worrying, could add a single cubit to his stature? What Jesus is saying here is you can worry all you want and it might make you feel better like you may feel like you're accomplishing something but that worry is not going to do anything. That worry is not accomplishing anything. That worry is kind of pride thinking that your worrying actually affects anything. The author and controller of the universe is God. Worrying is not what God wants you to do. Going to him with your request is what God wants you to do. Who by worrying can add a single cubit to his stature? You can't worry yourself taller. And it also says in the Bible, who by worrying can add a single day to his life? In fact, medical science will tell you that worrying will probably shorten your life. Worrying will not make you live any longer, it will actually make you live less. That worry is not helping you, it's hurting you. And if it didn't hurt you, then Jesus wouldn't speak so often about not worrying. Now I'm not telling you not to do anything or not to think about things and not use your brain, that's not what I'm saying. Just think about this in these simple terms If you can do something about the situation Then do it And stop worrying If you can't do anything about the situation Then stop worrying Because you can't do anything about it I'm going to go ahead and repeat that If you have a situation And you can do something about it And it will help Then do it And stop worrying Because it's already been done What Whatever it is that you could do To affect it If you can't do anything about the situation, then stop worrying because there's nothing you can do about it and it's out of your hands. And worrying won't do anything but make it worse and make you worse for it. Now let's look at a little case study. It's also going to be Jesus speaking on worry. If you're not familiar with the story, we're going to talk about the story of Martha and Mary at a dinner party that Jesus was attending. If you want to turn there in your Bibles, this can be found in Luke 10.41 Now it's a very short story in the Bible So I'm just going to go ahead and read it in its entirety It won't take long Now it happened as they went That he entered a certain village And a certain woman there named Martha Welcomed him into her house And she had a sister called Mary Who also sat at Jesus' feet And heard his word But Martha was distracted with much serving And he approached him And said Lord Do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? There, go and tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her. Now I'm going to stop right there and say, Here's Martha, and we probably identify more with Martha than we would like. Here's Jesus, and she's running around trying to get all this stuff done, worrying about getting all this stuff done to please Jesus. And there's Mary just kicking back at his feet, it says, just listening, just hanging out. Now, you might think that Martha is doing the good thing there by doing all this stuff for Jesus, and Mary's just sitting there not doing anything. But let's see what Jesus actually says. Jesus says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but only one is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which cannot be taken away from her. Now, contrary to what you might want to hear, he's not pleased with Martha's worrying and trying to please him. He's pleased with Mary just relaxing and focusing on him. Now think about this. Our God is all-powerful. He doesn't need anything from us. We can't give anything to God. Everything we have was already given to us by him. It's pride thinking that God needs us to do anything for Him. He doesn't need anything from us, but He wants us to be in a relationship with Him, to spend time with Him and focus on Him. And what you see here is that worry does not bring Martha closer, it brings her further away. It says that Mary was just sitting back at His feet and listening to Him, and Martha was worried. Now while Martha was worried, she was missing what Jesus was saying. She was, that worry didn't bring her closer to God It separated her from God And didn't bring her closer to Jesus That worry separated her from Jesus Mary who was not worried Was actually receiving what God had to offer What Jesus had to offer Think about this A lot of other religions say Do this Sacrifice Perform this To be close to God But what does Jesus tell us to do to be close to Him He says receive Receive this communion Think about this, you don't do communion The Holy Communion, Eucharist, the Last Supper He doesn't say perform this, he says receive this It's not about your sacrifice to God It's about God's sacrifice to you The whole point of communion is to remember the sacrifice that Jesus did for you So that you can relax and be closer to God You don't do communion, you receive communion You receive what God has already given to be closer to God What a beautiful God that we serve. What a beautiful thing that our God says, Relax and receive from me, and be made more whole. Martha, Martha, you are worried about many things, but only one thing is needed. That one thing is God, and Mary has chosen that good part which cannot be taken away from her. So if you're listening do not worry about many things Rather focus on that one good thing Now I'm going to turn back to the first scripture that we read in Matthew And I just want you to see how beautifully the scripture lines up here Do not worry saying what shall we eat what shall we wear For all these things the Gentiles seek For your heavenly father knows all these things that you need Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. Jesus is saying exactly the same thing there. Don't worry about all this other stuff. God's got your back. He knows what you need. Rest and trust in Him, and don't worry. God's got you. Don't worry about all these other things. Focus on God. Now, we as Christians, we're not deists. Now, if you're not familiar with that term, a deist, the deist is basically somebody that thinks that they believe in an almighty, all-powerful God, but he's kind of like the watchmaker. He winds everything up and just kind of kicks back and sees who's going to go to heaven and who goes to hell, and he kind of just sits back, and he's not really involved in our lives. That's not the God that we serve. That's not a a biblical Christian, I should say, view. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says, like in the scripture we just read, Look at how God cares for the birds of the air. Does he not care much more for you? He's a personal loving God. Luke twelve seven says, Even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Not one thing that you do goes before God unnoticed. God's not some far off God that is just watching and, and seeing what happens. He wants a personal intimate relationship with you. He wants to take care of you. Don't worry. Take it to God. Don't be prideful and think that You worrying has an effect on something But God actually does have an effect on something He's not some far away thing He loves you, he loves you very much I'm going to read that passage in Luke just to drive it home Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God The very hairs of your head are all numbered Do not fear, therefore, are you of not more value than many sparrows? I'm just going to reiterate God is not some far away God He cares about you He knows that you have worries He wants you to come to Him with those worries This is 1 Peter 5-7 And it's beautiful Cast your cares upon Him Because He cares for you God's a perfect, loving, caring Father He never gets tired of hearing from you If you have a care, if you have an anxiety Take it to God Don't try and tackle it on your own Don't worry about it Bring it to God Cast all your cares upon him He cares for you Now I would love to think that if you listen to this sermon You're never going to worry again But I'm here to tell you we all worry And I know that's not going to happen We're in this life and we have we We do worry but what I'm trying to say is that It's not biblical That's not what God He doesn't want you to worry Worry is not a good thing And that Trust in God more And worry less Brothers and sisters in Christ Don't worry about yesterday Don't worry about your past sins God says you've already been blotted out You've been separated as far from the east as from the west Don't worry about yesterday It's already gone And it's already forgiven And don't worry about tomorrow Because you don't know what tomorrow holds Only God does You have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow And don't worry about the trivial things of life Because God knows it What you need, and he'll take care of you. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather in barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, could add a single cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, and your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And cast all your cares upon him, Because he cares for you. I hope that this sermon blessed you and got a little bit of worry out of your life. Brings you a little bit closer to God. Thank you for listening to Simple Man Sermons. Um, I hope it was good news. Because the Bible is really good news. And if you liked it, please share it. And stay tuned at the end. I'm going to go ahead and read... uh, I've gotten some feedback that uh, you guys might want to follow along in your Bibles and do like a study. I'm going to go ahead and read all the scriptures so you can look them up if you want to um, that I used in preaching this sermon. And those are going to be Matthew 6.34, Do not worry about tomorrow. Luke 12.25, Who by worrying can add a single day to his life? And then Mark 4.40, Why are you so afraid? This is also Hebrews 4.11, if you want to study this one. Don't labor to enter the rest. Luke 10.41 is where you can find Martha and Mary's story. Luke 12.7, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. This is going to be Matthew 14.13. Uh, the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes, I didn't get into that, but that's another thing about worrying and about focusing on what God can provide and not what you have. And then, talking about not worrying about the past or the present, but focusing on uh, God and today, that's going to be 2 Corinthians six two. Also, if you want to look up Psalms 118, that's a very good one. Talking about today is the day that the Lord has made, rejoice and be glad in it. And finally, 1 Peter 5.7. Cast your cares upon Him, because He cares for you. Thank you for listening. Um, if you'd like to get a hold of me, my direct personal email is M-I-L-I-T-O-227 at gmail.com If you have prayer requests or feedback, i uh, be happy to hear either one. Uh, have a blessed day. Amen.